Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, Nerdorinos, to this monster of an episode for the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Episode number 215, Godzilla versus Kong. With me, as always, the Kong to my Godzilla, Mysterious Mike Talent. I don't know if that's a good thing, Matt, but uh, okay, I'm rolling with it. Yeah, that's Godzilla versus Kong. I, Well, this was a movie. It was a movie, yes. It was a fun movie. It was a blockbuster movie. It was lots of murdering and beating of large animals and lots of innocence. Yes, it was, Matt. Yes, it was. I loved your intro, uh, Monster of Review. I, you just had to. You just had to. You just had to, to sprinkle some cheese on it. You know, I like it with extra cheddar, extra sharp cheddar. So, you know, I figured why not? <laughs> All right, man. So, do oh. we just want to get it? Oh, oh, we do. We need to talk about what happened with the movie we were going to review. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, um, originally we were going to review Roe v. Wade because the director did reach out to us and ask if we would review his movie. I contacted him asking, Hey, uh, we're ready to review your movie this week. And he ghosted us. The only reason I can think why we got ghosted, Mike is because he, before all the reviews started coming out, uh, was when he was asking people to review his movie and then his reviews started coming out and they are destroying Roe v. Wade saying it's propaganda, it's horribly done, all this other stuff. I, I read a, a handful of them, but I didn't want to dive too deep. So oh, that's wow. the only thing I can think of is why he didn't get back to us about reviewing it now. Yeah, I get, I guess that would make sense. Man, I didn't I didn't check out any of the reviews or anything, Matt. When you contacted me and said, hey, if I don't hear from him, let's just watch this movie. I was like, okay, let's do that. Yep, and it is still, that was Friday, and it is several days after Friday, and I still have not gotten as much of a peep from said director. So maybe he's busy doing his illustrious tour of promoting his film. I would guess probably not, since most people are not saying very favorable things about it. But who knows? Yeah, Matt, you know what's exciting about this review, Matt? We have reviewed two number one box office movies in a row. In a row, huh? Well, yeah, because, I mean, nobody was number one when it came out. And then it was a monster weekend for Godzilla versus Kong. You just can't stop saying monster. Are we just going to be like, hey, this monster movie? Well, okay, Mike, then how about uh, this? Uh, Godzilla versus Kong roars at the box office oh nice nice just just keep just keep going if you can't tell i'm looking at like the news feed that has like the reviews of godzilla versus kong <laughs> nice oh, good very times. nice man good good stuff okay mike so speaking of good stuff why not give us a breakdown for this illustrious monster flick all right so it's uh godzilla versus kong is directed by Adam Weingard. It's written by Terry Russo, Michael Daughtry, Zach Shields, Eric Pearson, and Max Bornstein. And this movie is starring 
Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, and Brian Tyree Henry. Epic next chapter in the cinematic monsterverse pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against one another. Uh, The fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong with humanity caught in the balance. All right, Mike, first impressions, because you said it was a movie. You didn't say it was a good movie. You just said it was a movie. It is definitely a movie. I can't argue with that. So, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not big into the monster movies. I've, I've seen the last ones, and uh, this one really did not impress me that much. Um, the CG, the, the computer graphics for the monsters, was amazing. The rest of the movie was, I don't know, what do you what do you always say? Lukewarm medium garbage? Lukewarm medium garbage? No, I always say it's hot garbage. Yeah, the rest of the movie was garbage. I just I didn't like it. It's there's nothing to it. I mean, I guess if you want to see smashing, you know, monsters, which I apparently all of America did big time. This movie bringing back the theaters. I think it made 54 million. Uh was that the final take for the weekend? 48.5 Oh, 48.5. 285.4 globally. That is a huge opening post-pandemic. I'm sure, uh, was it Universal? Yeah, yes. I think Universal made this. Is just jumping up and down. They're like, we're back! Well, Mike, so with your harsh words, this is going to be one of those podcasts where we are going to get into it. Because I enjoyed it. How the hell do you not enjoy a monster movie, especially with the chaos going on in this world? It was simple. It was literally two large creatures beating the living shit out of each other in Tokyo. I mean, the callbacks to the original Godzilla's was just great. But, Mike, did you ever enjoy the original Godzilla's? No, I didn't. I think I've just missed it, man. I missed the boat. I I just... I didn't like it. I just think it's kind of... I don't know, just dumb. There's just some monsters going around and like the carnage. Oh my gosh. Matt, how many people do you think got murdered in the battle of the in the city? Less than how many have died in the pandemic. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, I have a soft spot for Godzilla. I one of the handful of things my father and I connected on was watching the Godzilla films when I was a kid. We used to watch them on Saturdays. And so I have a soft spot for Godzilla and the old ones of the dudes dressed up in costumes fighting in models. I freaking love them. Well, man, I I do remember uh, this is going to take us back a few years. Remember, we were in high school and the Godzilla movie was coming out with um, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Oh, my God. Yeah, Matthew Broderick. And we thought it was going to be great. It had super awesome trailers. I did not like it. I don't remember what your impressions were. You probably liked it. No, that movie was garbage. That movie was terrible. It was not very good at all. Remember all the hype? All the hype. They had so much stuff, like just promotional things, just out the wazoo. Now, the 2014 Godzilla was okay. I I thought it was okay. It's definitely completely different than this one. The last Godzilla, I think we might have even reviewed it on the pod, was Godzilla King of Monsters. I really didn't like that. I didn't think that was very good. There was just every single monster was being thrown at Godzilla. And I was just like, uh. But you know what I did really like was the last Kong movie, Kong Skull Island. 
I thought that was really good. It was really a lot of fun. All right. Yeah, that was the one with Sam L. Jackson, right? Heck yeah. Of course it was good then. That's you why know, it he was brings good. He brings it. And it, it was a period piece. It took p- place in the uh, 60s, uh, 60s or 70s, like right around Vietnam or right after it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give you that, Matt. But yeah, I didn't like the last uh, Godzilla movie either because it kind of marketed that Brian Cranston was in it and then he like died like two minutes into it. That wasn't the last one. That was the first one. That was the 2014 Godzilla. That was the 2014? That was the 2014. Oh, man. I'm getting them mixed up. See? Not a good fan. The the 2017, I think it was 2017. No, 2019, Godzilla King of the Monsters was the one where he fights all the other ones, and it had Millie Bobby Brown in it, and it had no story. And we, I'm pretty sure we reviewed it on this podcast. I'm pretty sure we did, too. And I think I still didn't like that one either. So no, it uh, wasn't very good. Do you know why I think this one finally starts getting Godzilla right? Uh, no, but let it rip because it's not taking itself seriously it's finally having fun and that's what godzilla movies were all about i mean come on two dudes dressed up in costumes literally punching each other in front of a camera that's just so much fun it's just hilarious and right off the bat how this film opens i i'll spoil it a little bit opens with kong waking up and starting his morning routine hilarious he's scratching his butt he's looking for something to drink it's just hilarious all right all right i i thought some of the music they chose for some of those scenes were odd that's but, the hey, point whatever it was fun <laughs> it was unique it was different it wasn't they're finally having fun with it which is completely different than the 2014 film with the three seconds of brian cranston because that film it tried to be like, oh, Godzilla, serious. No, it's a freaking monster movie. It's ridiculous. Have fun with it. Enjoy yourself. All right, man. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I guess if that's what they were going for, then they, they nailed it. Because, man, I I just didn't... I don't know. I didn't feel it, man. I didn't feel it. In fact, <laughs> uh, Maggie's going to be laughing about this. Uh I, I was falling asleep, Matt. I was falling asleep watching it. She just had she had to wake me up. That's 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 what I think of this movie. It just it couldn't even hold me. Couldn't even hold my attention. That's because you're old now, Mike, and you have a child. And every silent moment you get, all you want to do is sleep. Welcome to fatherhood, Mike. Welcome. <laughs> well, well, thanks, Matt. Thank you for that. I am looking forward to, uh, I guess, just the moments that I do get to sleep now. Thanks. Um, Anyway, uh, Matt, uh, it's time for me to ask you that question. What are you drinking today, Matt? (sighs) Well, Mike, thank you for asking. In honor of Tartan Day is upon us. The celebration of Scottish heritage is held every year on April 6th, according to the Four Peaks Brewing Company. I am drinking a kilt lifter to celebrate. Oh, nice, man. Nice. I I figured you would have something for the the start of baseball season, right? But I guess you've already had that, right? I already had that. Yeah, I do have some still left in the fridge, though, of the uh, Rattle on Red Ale. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, I'm I'm finishing up the last of my my 24 pack of the old PBR. So wow, 
That's the longest I think you've ever had a 24-pack last in your life. <sighs> Maybe, Matt. Maybe this old man thing is just really cramping my style. Yeah, I mean, you're really, really just nursing that PBR. Well, it's a 24-pack, man. That's, that's, that's a case. It was a lot. Quitter. Dude, I love what? this. On Four Peaks promo, every single person who visits the 8th Street pub gets a kilt for free. Oh, that's cool. That's real cool. You or if you wear a kilt, you get $3 off a pint of kilt lifter. That's almost a free kilt lifter. Almost. Yeah, how much is a pint of kilt lifter going for now? Like six bucks? It's, last time I was at a bar, granted I'm not at the Four Peaks Brewing Company down in Phoenix, but up here it's five, five and a quarter, I think. Okay. All right. No, that's not a bad price. That's a pretty good price. Well, all right, Mike, speaking of things that are priced well, how does Godzilla versus Kong relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, Matt. So this one wasn't too hard, uh, and I was happy about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the writer for this movie, or one of the writers for this movie, uh, Eric Pearson, uh, wrote the Thor Ragnarok and also Black Widow. Which still, we have yet to see. It was supposed to be out next month, and now it's what, July? Jeez. I think it's July. I, it was supposed to be out last year. I mean, I, it's it's got to be coming soon, man. They got. I'm sure they're backing up big time on the movie's because isn't the Eternals supposed to be coming out soon as well? Yeah. Like after I, that? I'm sure that's getting pushed too. But Thor uh, Love and Thunder was supposed to come out at the end of this year. And that's probably going to be pushed back to 2022, if not 2023. And that's sad because I'm really looking forward to that. If they adhere to the comic books, oh, that's going to be a good movie. That's going to be real good. Do you know who's directing that? Is it Taika Waititi again? Taika Waititi, yep. And... He was able to convince Natalie Portman to return because Thor, Love and Thunder, I think I've talked about it before. I'm not sure if you remember, Mike, is um, Jane Foster becomes Thor because Thor is missing and she picks up the hammer. Oh, wow. Yeah. You did talk about that before, Matt. Yeah. Yep. And so what it is is she's actually in the comic book. She's dying of cancer. But when she has the hammer in her hand and she's Thor, she's perfectly fine and the cancer stops attacking her body but the instant she puts it down it's it's back on so she looks like this like sick weakling cancer-ridden person until she's she she thor and she picks up the hammer and she's like bam here's thor it's pretty cool that is pretty cool hopefully they do they stick to the storyline i hope so but i don't know we'll see i mean taika kind of does his own thing and he's successful some of the best episodes of the mandalorian have been taika waititi Oh, Matt, you know, you should be proud of me. Uh, Maggie and I both finished The Mandalorian second season. I know we're like six years late, but we did. Now, how far are you in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Ooh, good question, Matt. We are all caught up. Whoa! Wow! Wow! <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty weird. We were actually a little weirded out because we were going to watch another episode and we're like, oh, we're at the end. Yep. Next one comes out next week, and U.S. Agent, he's coming in hard, man. He's coming in real hard. 
Well, I don't know. I, I liked what I've seen so far. It's been pretty good. So, In the comic book world, John Walker is a villain. Mm, okay. So that's hopefully what they're going to do. And that's what the prophecies are, is that he's going to switch to his uh, his evil side, and then he flips back to the good side, and then he's known as U.S. agent because someone else is Captain America at that point. But anyways, enough about spoiling that show. Let's go ahead and spoil Godzilla vs. Kong, Mike. All right, man. Um, why don't we talk about the sign language stuff? Did you think that was important? Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it added a little nature, not nature, but humanity to the film with this little girl um, signing and communicating with Kong. That was probably the best developed character in the entire film next to, um, oh, what's his face? Uh, Tyrese Henry. Was it Brian Tyrese Henry? Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry. Um, yeah. Next to his character, the the little girl that was signing to Kong was probably one of the best people, I guess you would say, develop stories. Um, Julian Dennison, the guy that is in the kid that's in a uh, Deadpool two, um, he was fun. Him and Brian Tyree Henry brought a lot of humor to it. They were probably the best. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. I mean, that's the Skarsgård that nobody knows about. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown. It's weird to see her becoming an adult. That kind of freaked me out. She didn't really do much. Rebecca Hall really didn't do much. You know, but that's not why you're watching this movie. You're watching this movie to see a couple monsters beating the crap out of each other. And massive spoiler right here that made me super excited. Freaking Mecha Godzilla. Oh my god, Mecha Godzilla. Ah, uh, I was like, I was not I was not impressed, man. Dude, I, was I not lost impressed. my mind when Mecha Godzilla made an appearance. I couldn't stand it. I was going nuts. Man, not impressed. And and this whole like light world or whatever it was called. What, what was it like? Hollow, light Hollow Earth. Earth. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like Hollow that at all. Earth. And then what, what's up with the J.J. Abrams um, lens flare stuff? Like twice the movie had like these long scenes where there's like like a lens flare right in your eye. Like when, when there's CGI. I didn't understand. But Mike, Mecha Godzilla. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm just still focused on Hollow Earth or whatever, Light Earth or or no <laughs> like, Hollow Earth. That the, there's a world inside the the Earth that has sunlight, but it's inside the Earth. But it has sunlight and trees and oxygen. Hmm. Yes. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts with mysterious Mike Talent. <laughs> Man, I I don't know. Um, it was ridiculous. I don't know, but the CGI for the monsters was amazing. The underwater fight scene, like there's some good scenes. I will give them that. And it was long. This movie's like two hours long with that much CG. It's like whoa. Interesting thing, though, I brought it up when I was talking on uh, the show this morning. It was my triumphant return to being in studio. Even though the studio still closed, Lisa said, come on down and we'll just do it in person, which was awesome. You'll hear that interview after the podcast, and it sounds really good since I was in studio. But um, one of the things I was pointing out is the CG for the monster is great. The fighting is great. Hell, that whole scene where they're standing on top of the aircraft carrier going to blows, awesome. 
but the little CG like sucked. Like right at the beginning, there's like an ocean with a boat and stuff, and it looked like crap. But the rest of the CG, when it counts, was really good. Yeah, yeah, no, they definitely skimped on a couple things here and there, like some of the the uh, arti- like am- like artillery and different things being fired. Like there were certain things, but they spent the money where they knew the money would be well spent, and that was on the monsters and the fighting, which was really well done. I will give them that. That was really well done. Amazing. So, Mike, why why are you hating on Godzilla? I don't know, man. I don't know. And and the thing that, like, so I'm excited that it did well and excited that the theaters, because I want the theaters to not go out of business. So this was great. Uh, $48 million in the bank is is good. Is good. It's it's exciting to, to see some people went to the theaters. I guess we're getting more vaccinations. Uh, people are feeling like they can go out again. So that's good. But it just like, man... I, I figured it would be a different movie. I thought it would be like an MCU movie, honestly. But hey, whatever. It's fine. I just want to see people go into the movies and stuff. I just... I don't know, man. I, just monster movies. I guess I'm just not into it, man. I don't know. Did you like the Pacific Rim stuff as well? I liked the first one. The second one was terrible. The first one was really good. I think a lot of that was just Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman was so much fun. The story was better. And the guy that plays uh, Jax Teller, he did a really good job. The uh, uh, Boyega, the dude from Star Wars, was in the second one. And it just, the story just wasn't as good. And I don't know. It, it was okay. I just really preferred the first Pacific Rim. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I guess I'm just not huge into the monster movies. It's just fine. You know, everybody can like different things. But, man, I just, uh, oh, and, and Maggie didn't like it either. But that's okay. Dude, they're they're just big blockbuster. I don't have to think for two hours kind of movies and just enjoy. That's why I like them. It's it's like an MCU movie, but with giant monsters and no story. You don't need a story. Story's overrated. There was a story in this. It just wasn't a great one. It wasn't as bad, like I said, about as the other two. It wasn't as good as Kong Skull Island, though. But. It it wasn't terrible. It was a lot better than King of the Monsters. That was that was just trash. I don't know, man. This was it was it was light on the story. It was light on the story. Like there's lots of things that were strange. Like when Mechagodzilla, the guy's controlling it, and then he's in like this weird like he- he- like skull head thing, and there's all these lights. I was like, all right, I guess someone just was told to make something up, and they're like, hey, flashy lights, let's do this thing. Like it just. I don't know. It was weird. Didn't you think that was a weird? Clearly you didn't. I mean, yes, it was weird. But you didn't pay attention to Godzilla, King of the Monsters, because the, uh, oh, what's his name? I don't even remember the monster's name. The one with the three heads that Godzilla defeated, that was the skull of one of the heads. And so that's how they were able to control and run the Mecha Godzilla was the dude sitting in the skull. And so all the wires running out of there was running out of that, that head. And so that's why when the dude, like, all of a sudden, you know, spoilers, died, you know, sitting inside the the head and it's still running around doing its thing is because it's now being controlled by that monster's brain. It's now in the Mechagodzilla. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get that at all, but thank you for clearing that up, dude. It's so much better of a movie now. Five out of five, right, Mike? Something like that. <laughs> okay. So, Mike, 
go ahead, since you want a story, why don't you tell our listeners what we're going to review for next week? Um, did we decide on which one? we're? Oh, yes, yes. Um, the, the story that we were going to review is a movie starring Anthony Hopkins, and it's called The Father, and it's about someone experiencing Alzheimer's, but from their point of view. So what everything looks like, and it looks like it's just so crazy. Like, ah, looks like it looks amazing, but also terrifying because I think they did such a good job. Well, it is one of the best picture nominees for the Academy Awards. And you know how Mike and I try and watch all of them before the Academy Awards. I don't know if it's going to happen because I don't know how many times I want to pay 20 bucks for movies that aren't in the theaters because that's what they all are. Um, the other one um, that we haven't seen, what is it? Um, Promising Young Woman. Is that what it is? Yes. That one, they dropped the price when it was nominated for the Academy Award. It's only like five or six bucks to rent it. So I'll probably do that one. But I really want to watch Minari. And I think once we knock all three of those out, or I'd knock all three of those out, then I'm caught up. I got all of them watched. Oh, nice, nice. I don't, I think I'm missing one or more than you. I think you saw one other one that I haven't seen. Yeah. Did you see um, Messiah? No. Judas and the Black Messiah. That's what the title is. No, I didn't see that while it was on uh, the HBO Max, which I should have. I just didn't get a chance. I mean, it was promoted like crazy. I just... Did you watch The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix? I have not watched that okay, either Okay, so yet. you really got a lot of watching to do. Trial of the Chicago 7 and Judas and the Black Messiah are great companion films. They both deal with somewhat similar subject matter at the same time in the same community of Chicago. Wow. Interesting. They're both very long and they're both very dialogue heavy. They're tough to stay awake in, but they're very good. They are. They really are. I bet they're easier than uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Hater. Such a hater, Mike. All right. Fine. Be that way. How many reels do you give Godzilla versus Kong? (sighs) All right. I'm feeling a little generous, especially since you explained the mind meld thing. So we're going to go one and a half reels. One and a half reels? Holy shit. That is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I need a new co-host. So send your resumes to Matt at realfilmnerds.com. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, I guess we're not allowed to have different op- opinions on this show. Nope. This is now a dictatorship. Welcome to the America podcast of movies. Yeah. America movies. <laughs> no, you M-M can, for short mike you know i i'm with you man uh um opinions are like assholes everybody's got one so it's fine it's fine yours is just full of shit oh man that was that was good man <laughs> like the whole analogy and then oh man he really just went into it there yeah well i guess this is a monster of a review it is. It's amazing. One of the best pods ever. All right. So, all right, Mike, I, I give it just a little bit higher than you. I'm going three and a half reels. Like I said, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I didn't have to think for a couple hours, which is invaluable right now. Well, that's what a good movie should do, Matt, whether it's a good movie or it's a good, bad movie. And I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Well, you know, I like thinking, I like thinking man movies too. It's just sometimes it's nice to unplug. So, speaking of movies, I also have to announce that our winners for our movie giveaway of last week, 
of the vault. Check your emails. I will be sending out your codes this week. Congratulations to our multiple winners. We hope you enjoy the film. And we will have another giveaway coming up this month in April. It is for a movie no one has ever heard of. It looks really dark and really messed up. And I wish I could win a copy of it. All right. Well, Matt, with that intro, <laughs> should should we wrap this up? Yeah, Mike, I think we've both gabbed enough today. All right, Matt. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the, all the social medias. And, uh, yeah, uh, we're glad that some of you might have went out and caught a movie at the theater. And if you're not comfortable yet, you know, stream a couple movies. Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe soon we'll all be going back to the theater a lot. And that would be great. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. He's in studio with me. I can't believe it. It's Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast on Magic 99.1. How you doing, Matt? Living the dream, Lisa. How are you this you morning? You are living the dream. I'm super I'm, happy to see your face. I'm seeing you in person. This is I know, weird. I know. We've been on the phone for over a year, right? Yeah. I'm feeling like this is like wrong and I should probably leave. <laughs> I'm feeling like it's really special. I'm glad yeah. you're here. Okay, I'm glad I'm here too. Yes, yes. Okay, so you saw Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, except for you said it backwards. But oh, did you're I? Right. Is yeah. it Godzilla versus Kong? Yeah, it doesn't matter though. Yeah, re- you right. know what it is. Yeah. It's two monsters beating the poop out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> and who won? Who won the fight? I don't know if I should spoil no, that. No, you shouldn't. I don't think you should because I still want to watch it. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, all right. and I'm on pins and needles to see who's going to win the big fight. It- I'm thinking that Godzilla would win in a battle because he breathes fire. Yeah, he has the fire. It's not really fire. I guess it's kind of fire. It's like a bluish beam in the new modern oh, films. A but bluish in beam. the old ones, <laughs> in the old ones, it was fire. In the modern Hollywood uh, Godzilla films, it's right. like this blue, almost flame-like energy. Okay, almost laser kind of beam thing. All right, so, I'll look forward to that—a laser beam. But what'd you think of the film? I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I think they finally understand. At least in this latest iteration of Godzilla, that uh, they should be more like the old ones and just have fun and know what they are. Right. Like, stop trying to do character development. Stop trying to do all this other stuff. Yes, there are human characters in it, and they're very boring, and nobody really cares. (laughs) And that's not why we're watching this movie. Right. We're watching this movie to see a couple monsters beat each other up. Yes, absolutely. In Tokyo, which is what was cool. They did it in Tokyo. So yeah, they like went back to, you know, the roots kind of in a way. Yeah. And there's a huge spoiler in it. And I'm not going to say anything because it got me excited being a fan of the old Godzilla films. So I'll just leave it alone. Very cool. Now, how was the CGI special effects? All well done? Oh, what's interesting. That's a good topic because what's interesting is the fighting and the CGI between the two is really well done. That's clearly where they put the money. Okay. But like right off the bat, you see like CGI of like the ocean and like a boat and stuff, and it looks really bad. But like the monsters and the fighting and all the big scenes yeah. are actually 
pretty dang good. Okay. I mean, you can even see like down to like the hairs on like uh, Kong. It's pretty wild. Wow. All right. How many reels are you going to give it? I really enjoyed it. You know, it's not going to set the world on fire, but this is one that I definitely say go watch it in the theaters if yeah. you can. Okay. Because it has set records. It has made the most money out of any movie since COVID. Right. In the block, in the blockbuster box office, whatever you want to say. Right. And so go see in the theaters. You'll be well worth it, but I give it three and a half. It's a, a half. lot of fun. It's okay. nothing fancy, but it's a lot of fun. But it's fun. And yes. who couldn't use a little more fun these days, exactly. right? Exactly. I mean, come on. Two yeah. monsters pounding on each other. Yeah. It's great. Okay. And who are you cheering for? Me? I always cheer for Godzilla. You I have do. a soft spot for Godzilla. You My do. father and I used to watch the old Godzilla movies when uh-huh. I was a kid. So Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. What are we going to be talking about next week? So so my co-host and I are going to try and dive into some of the Oscar nomination best pictures because, you know, that's the thing I try to do. I try and see all the best picture nominees by the time the Academy Awards begin. We're still missing a couple. We've reviewed a couple like mm-hmm. Sound of Metal and Nomadland. Those right. both were nominated. Right. Both great films. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go watch The Father, with starring Anthony okay. Hopkins. That looks very good. I want to yeah. see The Father, too. Now, isn't Mank up for Best Picture? Mank is up as well, Okay, yes. I tried to watch that. I wanted On to Netflix, tell you. On Netflix, did you fall asleep? I fell right to sleep. <laughs> I mean, I fell right to sleep. I'm like, how? How? Well, that's one I haven't watched yet okay, either. Okay, let me know. But I have watched The Trial of the Chicago 7. I did watch that. It was very good. It was good. Yep. Um... You know, it's a it's a courtroom drama. Yeah. And then I watched the other one that was on my HBO Max for a while, um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, I haven't seen that one. That was better than the Chicago 7, but if you can, watch both of them together. They're great companion pieces. Oh, good. Because okay. one is the story of the Black Panthers that are in Chicago at that time that are targeted and murdered. Right, in the trial in of the, trial. the Chicago yep. 7. Yep, so they're perfect okay. to go together. All yeah. right, I'll check that out. Definitely. Matt, looking forward to chatting with you next Monday in studio, hopefully. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll on... be a lot of fun, Lisa. <laughs> right, on Magic 99.1.